Hello and welcome to the Tips and Nits podcast with Sia and Pip. Hi! We're a podcast where we basically chat everything yarny and amazing nitty stuff and we occasionally get a little bit tipsy along the way. Yes. Whether you're a new or returning viewer, we are really happy that you've chosen to spend some time with us today. So, let's get on with the show. So, welcome to our Christmas episode. And, incidentally, episode 20. Who'd have thought we'd get this far? I know. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> yeah, you. Thank you for listening to us that we have 20 episodes for you. Yes, thank you so much. So, 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 so. I'm a little bit hyper. <laughs> it's because it's Christmas. We should probably get right down to what we're drinking. Yep. Pip is not really a fan of mulled drinks, are you? No. And unfortunately, although there is a Christmas market in Glasgow, it's a little bit illegal for me to walk in, buy some mulled cider and walk out with it. Yep. Sort it out, guys. There is like a little <laughs> box around every little alcohol stand that says yeah. you must consume your alcohol within this box. It's a little yeah. bit it's a little bit weird. In but... fairness, I can understand it, but at the same time, some of us want to drink our mulled cider at home. And we don't want to mull it ourselves. Yeah. So yeah, in spite of that, I've still managed to acquire some alcohol from the Christmas market to fit Yay. in with our festive episode. Mm-hmm. Apologies to those of you who are not so keen on Christmas. But I mean, I don't think it's going to be like a super heavy Christmas episode. No, it's, it's just not. that we're going to mention it this time instead of yeah. being like, no, that thing is not allowed to be yet. Yeah. The alcohol that I've purchased then is actually distilled in Glasgow itself, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool, I think. And it's, I think I'm pronouncing this okay, Makar? I think so. It's M-A-K-A-R. That'll work. If I've got it wrong, I'm sorry. I'm from Yorkshire. My Scottish mother brought me up wrong. <laughs> so basically it's my mum's fault. And the I got a little pack of minis and I very much recommend those of you who are able to get to the market to do so because it's a little bit cheaper at the market than mm-hmm. it is to buy on the website, but whatevs. And I got a little pack of minis. So we've got the... What is it? Where we go? We've got the original Glasgow Weegin. Literally what it says on the bottle. <laughs> the original Glasgow Weegin. We've got traditional old Tom gin. Okay. I do not know who Tom is, but that is cool. However, the one we're going to drink today is Mulberry aged gin. Yeah. Because I've wanted Mulberry gin forever, so I'm inflicting it on Pip. Mm-hmm. And as a new gin convert, mm-hmm. we should dive right in for you. Yes. Now, this gin, in contrast to the other gins that we've tried little droplet get off get off the bottle <laughs> it's gonna be one of those episodes i can tell that's a much more conservative measure than you gave last time i might actually because you complained because <laughs> you complained <laughs> and then louise from case this craft mocked us on twitter we love you louise <laughs> we love you louise <laughs> we actually enjoyed reading that tweet yes nice having our own podcast transcripted back to us <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, this one is a lovely amber colour. It looks more like a whiskey than it does a gin. And for those of you interested, this one is 43%. Oofed. I can't remember what percentage the Rock Rose was. But this smells really nice. It does, Mm. however, kind of do that thing where when you sniff it, it feels like it goes straight to your brain. (laughs) It's like, woof. Okay. So, Merry Christmas. Ooh, that's really nice. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not very. It's not really sharp or anything. No, it's, it's not quite, sharp. It's nice. It's very smooth. Mm-hmm. It's got an interesting peppery aftertaste. I think. Mm-hmm. It's really nice, mm. and it's not sweet. No, I think it's very much a sipping gin. Mm-hmm. 
This is not the kind that you would mix with tonic or lemonade and then... Tank. Tank, and then find yourself dancing on a table a couple of hours later. No. This is, like, sophisticated gin. Where you'd all be sitting around a fire with your gin glasses. Do you get special gin glasses? I don't even know. You know, on a dark winter's night at Christmas. Yep. I could totally see this. It's cosy. It's smooth. It's very drinkable. Oh, yeah. It's really warming. Yeah. I was literally just thinking that. I'm like, my, I feel warm and I need to turn the boiler off. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's the gin. Yeah, it's the gin. But yeah, that's really, really nice. (laughs) I win. I've got her on my gin. (laughs) (laughs) It does rhyme. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, this is going to end up on Twitter, isn't it? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Anyhow... If you guys want to try out the gin, as I said, you can get it from the Christmas market in Glasgow City Centre. So it's the one at St Enoch Station. Mm-hmm. But you can also get it online. If you visit glasgowdistillery.com, you can find all the details there. And I actually did some Googling last night. And it is amazing because you can go on a tour. <gasps> yes. And it is associated, I believe, with the Tenants Brewery and Distillery. Which I actually work around the corner from. Handy. Yes. So I think at some point we definitely have to do a distillery tour because that'd be so cool. Yeah. It would be super Mm -hmm. awesome. Also, I know that the Tenants Brewery has a bar called the Drygate, which actually has some really good reviews. Oh, yeah. So it might be worth checking that Mm -hmm. out at some point as well. Yeah. So maybe rather than hearing about our nitty escapades at some point, you will hear about us going on a distillery tour or three. Yes. Where they get to find out exactly how much we don't know about alcohol. I I, I think uh, we were referred to as sophisticated and knew what we were talking about. And I think we both had a moment of, sure. Hey, you know what? I am quite happy now to label myself an aficionado. (laughs) I am very much a beginner. A novice, an amateur. You're an aficionado. I'm like that advert for... Connoisseur. It's like the advert for uh, Schweppes. It's like, amateur. It's like... I am an amateur. I have no <laughs> no qualms with that word whatsoever. So, you know, that just means I'm starting my exploration of alcohol from a place where I get to try out more things without prior expectations. That's fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be cool to do, it, to, to do a tour at some point. It would be. But yeah, well, you never know. 2018 is just around the corner. It is. Ugh, scary. I know. Maybe we will all need to resort to booze if it if 2016 and 2017 are anything to go by. But <laughs> fingers crossed, <laughs> we do get a bit of improvement. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. That was really nice mm-hmm. gin. And I might ask for some more later. You need to hear first. <laughs> I don't need to do much though because I'm going to see Star Wars tonight and I need to make sure that I can pay attention. That is reasonable. (laughs) (laughs) So. Let's talk about what we have on and off the needles. Oh, yeah. That's that thing. We got a bit distracted by gin, didn't we? Yeah. We actually, you know, it's a knitting podcast primarily. So maybe we should talk about our knitting. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay. Pip, what do you have on the needles? I have two things on the needles. So obviously last time. I'm enjoying the gesturing. (laughs) Very gesturing today. Last time I had nothing on the needles. That is true. That evening I cast on a pair of socks. Mm-hmm. That pair of socks I got a fair amount into and discovered that yeah. for some reason, even though they were the same amount of stitches and the same needles as all my other pairs of socks, were way, way, way too big. Like eight stitches each too big. How? 
how? So I don't even know. So I rip them back, and at some point I will cast them on again, but they're in the naughty pile. You've got tiny, tiny feet. Yes. And you were doing it on, am I correct in thinking, tiny, tiny needles? 2.5 mil needles on 60 stitches each. They need, they need to be 52 stitches each for them to fit on that needle and yarn combo. Because my 60 stitch socks fit before on the same needles. It must mm. be the yarn. I don't know. Maybe you should do some swatches. Don't make that noise at me. You love swatches. I love specific types of swatches, which you guys will find out about. But on the needles, (laughs) I've got a fuss-free baby blanket by Louise Tilbrook because I found out I'm gonna be an auntie. I'm very excited, so I literally cast on a blanket like the day that well the day after I found out because I found out at eleven o'clock at night and then while I was Mm -hmm. super ill. And literally spent the next two hours phoning each of my parents, who already knew, mm-hmm. going, Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I'm gonna be a nanti. Just to recap, in case both of those occasions Pip's voice was a little bit too high-pitched, <laughs> you are going to be a what? An auntie. There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna have a nibbling that I'm gonna get to knit stuff for, and I have already warned my sister uh-huh. that she's gonna get lots of knitted items. This is going to be one spoiled wee baby. Oh yeah, lots of wool. And really flipping cosy baby at that. So I started a baby blanket like almost straight away mm-hmm. and it's going to be adorable and mm-hmm. I hope to act, finish it before she gives birth. So... <laughs> oh, you'll smash through it. You always do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. My other thing I have on the needles is some british breed bunting yeah so, speaking of swatches yeah so i cast off i i i have knit a bunch of british breed mm-hmm. wool swatches which i'll talk more about a little bit later but i was like i have like half of each of these balls left what am i gonna do and then i thought hmm i have a pattern for the swatchtastic bunting from tin can knits mm-hmm. i'm gonna make a bunch of bunting in different breeds and then i can hang that up in my flat so that's what I'm doing at the moment. Good. So I'm making a triangle of each one and labelling them and then I can hang them about. That would so be really cool. I'm just kind of working my way through them. I'm not going to lie, they're super, super quick and it's super, super nice to just be able to yeah. like bang, 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 done. They are the ultimate kind of... What sort I'm looking for? Oh, like... Quick. Like popcorn knitting almost. Yeah. So or like Netflix knitting. So they are just like... Mindless. Well, not even mindless. They're just satisfying. That's good. So when you've knit so many big projects and you just need something... Instant gratification. That's it. They're like the best instant gratification knitting ever. And I'm just absolutely 100% stuck in instant gratification knitting mode. That's not a bad thing. So Sometimes you need that. Yeah. So I've got those two things on the needles. The blanket and the bunting. And at some point socks will go back on the needles. But they are sitting in the naughty corner. And I probably won't have them done for Hogmanay. But oh well. So Sia, what about yourself? <laughs> oh, I've just seen what you've written there. What's written here is everything. Go away. Right. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I still have the kipper socks with the easy knits yarn on some needles. I say some because I don't know where I've put them. Mm-hmm. I still have the rose gold shawl on some needles. I actually know where I've put that. I'm just avoiding it. 
I still have the pearl brick shawl on the needles. I also know where that is, but I'm really flipping bored of it. Mm-hmm. Each row is taking forever, mm-hmm. and I don't like it. I'm bored. Worth ripping out? No. Okay. I, I will finish it eventually. It's just that, for some reason, every single row takes... I'm not even that far through the shawl. I'm about ten stripes in. Wow. And you know me, I love stripes. I love garter stitch. They are my jam. Mm-hmm. But it's not happening. I hate that. Yeah. There's been a few things where I've knit them mm. and I've just been like, every row takes forever. Just be finished, please. Yeah. So I am avoiding these projects for now mm-hmm. because, frankly, I don't like them. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, the patterns are lovely, the yarns are lovely. I just don't want to deal with them. You're just not yeah. in that headspace right mm-hmm. now. I do, however, have a Queensland Beach headband by Fiona Alice on the needles, which I cast on last night. Mm-hmm. And it's in Illimani alpaca yarn, Ooh. which I actually won in the pom-pom quarterlies Take Heart Cal this time last year. Nice. So it's the actual yarn that's for the headband. And I've had it in my stash for the year. Mm-hmm. So I could technically add it as a Bud's Cal project. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, it is so soft. It just glides through your fingers. It is like butter. Nice. It's beautiful. And it's this really nice grey colour. So at some point I'm going to have me a really nice flipping warm headband. Nice. So that's also on the needles. Okay. In terms of off the needles, Pip, tell us about your swatches. I knit a bunch of swatches. Mm-hmm. Breed swatches for the wool exploration. Basically, Knit British did or started a breed swatch along a couple of years ago. I think it was 2015, actually. So yes, a couple yes. of years ago. And I bought a bunch of small balls of British wool and I was going to knit them. I knit like seven and then I just got a bit kind of like, oh, no. Seven's still really good. Yeah. Um, so I put them down for ages and I was just about thinking to pick them up again when mm-hmm. the lovely Louise of Knit British did an announcement that she was going to start doing wool exploration because she wanted to get back into British breed wool for the listeners, but she was going to do it a little bit more structured this mm-hmm. time so everyone reviews the same ones once a month. If you guys are interested, go visit the Knit British Ravelry group. It's really cool. We're all exploring North Ronaldsey at the moment. But what that did is it just got me straight back in to loving knitting these swatches. So I knit the swatches of the rest of them that she's announced for Will Exploration. Mm-hmm. I then also knit every single other breed that I had in my stash. <laughs> so, so how many swatches is that? Gosh. Lots. lots. Many. <laughs> many and lots. So... I've got some Jacob, I've got some North Ronaldsey, I've got some Gotland, I've got some Juan Wenog, some Plien, I've got some Dorset, I've got some Norfolk Horn. Mm-hmm. It was funny though, because yeah. to me, almost all of them felt soft because I'm really resistant. Yeah. I'm really resistant to prickle and wool. Mm. Like, it doesn't bother me generally. Yeah. But I brought the swatches to Warm and Working. Yeah. And. Leona of the lovely Rusty Ferret was going through them yeah. and going, nope, nope, nope. And it was really mm. interesting because that was useful mm-hmm. to me because yeah. I felt like almost all my road tests were coming out with the same descriptions of, oh, this is soft, this is soft, yeah. this is soft, this is soft. And it was really good to actually get a gauge from someone who yeah. maybe isn't so resistant to Will to be like, mm, that one is soft, but that one's not. I think there was a couple that both of us picked up and we were kind of like, that should be like a broom handle or a doormat or something else. And then there were others and it was kind of like, I wouldn't necessarily have these next to my neck, but they make good boot toppers and things like that. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some of them are... Some of them is just... Nope. <laughs> yeah, some of them are super, 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 super warm. What's the one that's water resistant? Is that Herdwick? Oh, no, no, no. no Herdwick. The... Um, the Black Welsh to... Mountain. Black Welsh Mountain mm. basically didn't absorb any water. That's the one. I'd say that's not one for wearing against yeah. the skin. That one's yeah. like a bit Velcro-y and almost <laughs> feels a bit plasticky. Yeah, there were a couple where Leona picked him up and she was like, you know what, that feels like Velcro. Yeah. yeah what's the what's the Herdwick one then? Oh, Herdwick, rough... Herdwick is like the roughest wool I've ever used right. in my entire life. It's Are mainly... we allowed to say it's rough? Yeah. It's mainly used in okay. carpets and I cannot, uh. <laughs> I cannot have it against my skin. Mm. And this is someone who can wear North Ronaldsy happily against their skin with all the guard mm. hairs still in and I cannot wear Herdwick mm. against my skin. Interesting. I'm pretty sure that a lot of the places that have Herdwicks, I'm not even sure if they really make yeah. yarn from them. Yeah. So the person that I got it from like runs her own farm. Yeah. So it'll be interesting actually. Mm. The person that I got it from like mm. literally doesn't remove any of the guard hairs. Uh. It's woolen spun, so none of the prickly stuff is taken out. Right. I reckon maybe if it was processed a bit more or if it was woolen spun and all mm. of the guard hairs were taken yeah. out and things like that, it could potentially be mm. okay. But in the form that I had it, it was unwearable. Yeah. Maybe as like mm. a jumper over a jumper mm. kind of thing. Yeah. You know when you're like you're layering up. Oh, tent. like you're going camping. Or yeah, whatever. maybe or something like that. Yeah, mm. but but I couldn't wear it against my skin. But yeah, I basically uh-huh. have knit a bunch of swatches, mm-hmm. essentially one a day for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. And I love them. And mm-hmm. some of them are blocked. Yeah. Some of them are not. Mm-hmm. And what arrived in the post today? Oh yes, and today the lovely Stitch Birdie sent me some of her leftover Daughter of a Shepherd Hebridean. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a wee swatch out of that as well and see how that happens. Well, see how it hands up against the other Hebridean that I have yeah. from Blacker Yarns because because different ways of preparing yarn can mm. make massive differences yeah. to how they work. So it'll be interesting to see how that's going yeah. to to change the nature of the the review. Yeah. So that's what I've been up to. What about yep. you? I've actually got a load of projects off my needles, I'm pleased to say. Yay! So I finished the brioche cowl that I was doing last episode for Phil's aunt, and that was in the Drop Sandies. Mm-hmm. It's big, it's smooshy, it's floofy. That's done. I finished the Zazzy cowl, and mm-hmm. I managed to do it without having to order another ball of the Drops Alaska. Yay! I found some similar shaded... Like I found a similar shade of pink yarn in my stash. Mm-hmm. It's actually DK, but you can barely tell. <laughs> so I managed to finish that off. So that is all off the needles. Mm-hmm. And I think, as I said last episode, it is a super fun pattern. So if you guys have any libraries, definitely do it. Yes. Brilliant stash buster. And the finished project is super cozy. I also managed to finish a Pianissimo scarf, which is from, I think, Awesome 2015 Pom Pom and it's basically a long cabled scarf and i knit that using some of the west yorkshire spinners air valley dk mm-hmm. which is lovely to knit with but speaking of water resistant yarns the effort i had to go to just to get it wet so i could block it crazy <laughs> but it knits up beautifully it's really nice to work with however i was messaging pip going do not let me knit a scarf ever again mm-hmm. so you guys listening, do not let me knit another scarf again. If I ever come up with the idea of going, I'm going to knit a scarf, tell me no. No. If it's chunky or Aran yarn, mm-hmm. okay. But do not let me knit any other scarves. No. Nope. In fact, no, let's just say chunky. 
If it's anything less than chunky yarn, tell me no. Slap my needles out of my hands. Tell me steer. No. Yeah. I'll probably ignore you, but, you know, we can try. We can try. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll maybe have this... T- we'll maybe f- finish this discussion later in the podcast in a different section. But anyway, that scarf is done. Mm-hmm. Never doing another one. Mm-mm. Lovely pattern, though. Seriously recommend it. <laughs> and then the other thing I did was I finished two individual Elgin socks because when we were going to warm and working I wanted a project that I could just do mindlessly and for some reason a couple of years ago I cast on one Elgin sock using some drops Nepal and mm-hmm. then I cast on another one using some drops Big Merino mm-hmm. and then I never knit the, the other parts of the pairs if that makes sense you suffered from second sock syndrome and I don't know why because the Elgin socks it's a pattern by Claire Devine it's a super quick slipper sock type deal mm-hmm. um guard stitched toe and heel and cuffs so cozy i've still got the pair that i knit the first time yep but anyway for some reason i didn't finish them so i finished both of the individual socks that needed finishing basically yeah so those are finally done so yeah i still have a load of long standing whips still but i got rid of some of the longest standing whips here yay yay for warm <laughs> feet over winter Exactly. Which we need at the moment because, oh my goodness, it's been cold. Yeah, and we've not even had snow. No, we've just had, like, frost, the craziest frost. And ice. We were at, like, minus seven at one point. Mm -hmm. As we are recording, it is currently two degrees. Mm -hmm. But it was minus one on my walk over to Pips. Yep. Good times, guys. Not impressed. Good times. The thing that I don't, that upsets me, my parents have snow, or rather they had snow. I'm like, how come you get snow and I don't? You're in Yorkshire. It's mm-hmm. not even that cold down there. Never that cold down there. Mm-hmm. I know. I live there. Luckily, however, yeah. we've been <laughs> doing the Buds Cal. Yes, we have. So it's been a good time for wrapping up warm and bundling up. That is a beautiful section link there, by the way. The BBC would be proud. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> really proud of myself. <laughs> yeah. Now, we see that there are quite a couple of new FOs over in the finished object thread. Yeah. So we've got a lovely brioche hat from Rorobot, which is her first ever brioche hat, and it's absolutely lovely. Yeah. A plus effort. Good job. We have yours, Azzy Kyle. Yep. We have a pair of lovely fingerless mittens from Little Bush Baby. We have a couple of hats from Miriammy, so there's a yeah. lovely kind of long one with a pom-pom. Uh-huh. Including First Magic Loop Project, I believe. Oh, lovely. Um, we've got a lovely little ladybird project, uh-huh. and then further down the thread, she also has another project. Yep. Sadie Lou has finished her cardi. Woohoo! I think that is good. one of the quickest cardi knits I've seen. Yes. I don't think I could knit a cardi that fast. No. Um, That's lovely. We've got a pair of socks from Miriammy, yep. which Miriam, are Miriammy, you have been busy. Yes. And then also, I think it... Is it Moirai? Moirai Nitu? Moirai Nitu? Moirai Nitu or Moirai Nitu? You'll have to tell us how to pronounce your name. Yes. This is the downside of doing an audio podcast. Yes. <laughs> we have to pronounce things. And I think it's a pair of, yeah, it's a pair of um, fingerless mittens yep. with a lovely little lace design on the edge. And so they are lovely. had quite a few FOs in yep. the group and that's very exciting thank you guys for taking part for anyone that hasn't taken part yet it is a good idea to get involved because we have awesome prizes Mm -hmm. so you should rustle up something quick from your stash and pop it in there yep for more details just wander over into our Ravelry thread we are the Tips and Is podcast group yep 
Also, feel free to say hello. And you can also join in on our new thread, which is our stash dating thread. Yes. So for all of you who really like impersonating Still Black, mm-hmm. now is your chance. So if you've got particular items in your stash and you just don't know what to do with them... Yep, pop them in that thread and we will give you ideas. Equally, if you have recommendations for other people, throw them in there too. I know a couple of you have already shared a couple of really nice yarns. Yes, and it's just a good way of maybe spreading some lesser-known patterns or anything like that. So jump on in and spread the love. Yeah, I think now's particularly a really good time of year to do it as well because I know a lot of designers are doing advent-style gift-alongs and things. Mm -hmm. And discounts, off the top of my head, I know Cece Alman, Java Pearl, mm-hmm. Java Pearl Designs, she's been doing various discounts on her things. I think it's the, I think they're doing 25 days of knitness or something similar. I know Louise Tilbrook has been doing yes. something. Merlind has also been doing something. Basically, go yeah. check out. A lot of designers are doing something, yeah. so it's worth having a wee look. And if you get some yarn for Christmas that you don't know what to do with, <laughs> pop it in the thread uh, yeah. and we can help you out. <laughs> So that's what's going on in the Ravelry yes. group at the moment. Let's now, chat about some stuff we've been up to. Yes, so obviously last episode we were very much on a binge of these are all the things we can't wait to do! Mm-hmm. Well now we can actually tell you about some of the things we've been doing. Yes! <laughs> last weekend was the Warm and Working event over at the Queen of Pearls. Yep. For those of you that aren't aware, every year for the last couple of years... Zoe of the Queen of Pearls has organised a warm and working day, basically, mm-hmm. in aid of the Scottish Big Issue vendors. And lots of wonderful, kind, generous knitters have donated knitted items to go to the Big Issue vendors to help keep them hashtag warm and working on their pitches this winter. Mm-hmm. And as well as that, we have been fortunate enough to have lots of cool vendors go along today as well, including Woolen Flower... Rusty Ferret, Ginger Twist, Stitch Birdie. Stitch Birdie, and the raffles and things as well. So this year we raised £207.40, which, which is, is amazing. amazing, and all of that is going to help the big issue vendors here in Scotland. Yes. And obviously, because of the other vendors there and things, we, we might have indulged. Maybe. <laughs> Just a little bit. So we'd like to tell you about our stash acquisition mission. Yes. Also known as Sam. Mm-hmm. Who is not here right now. He's at work. He is at work. <laughs> Right then, Pip, what did you acquire for your stash? Much. 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 Much yarn. <laughs> so I picked up a skein of DK from mm-hmm. Queen of Pearls in her hand-dyed loveliness, mm-hmm. which is in the Burial Horde colourway. Ooh, very nice. For a hat from Carrie Westerman. Yep. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Yes. And then I picked up like a bunch of Rusty Ferret. So I picked Mm -hmm. up three skeins to make a salter shawl by Carrie Westerman. I picked up a like neon Uh green yellow skein along with a black skein, which I have already designed what I'm going to knit with it. It's going to be a double knit cowl. I have designed it and once I finish knitting it, it will go up on Ravelry as a pattern. And I also got a lovely skein of the Nurple colorway that she's dyed mm-hmm. up, which is just delicious. I love how every colorway is slightly unique. Yes. And this one, I was definitely like, yep, that's that's destined to be mine. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm going to knit with it, but it's going to be mine. So yep. that's what? One, two, three, four, five, mm-hmm. six, <laughs> seven skeins of yarn. Oops. 
It's insulation, and we've done a lot of stash exploration. We have done a lot of stash exploration, and everything mm. except uh-huh. that one skein of Nurble yes. actually has uh-huh. a, pr- a plan, mm-hmm. so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of Rusty Ferret, we should say that Leona so, so generously donated us each a skein. Mm-hmm. And she also donated a podcast a skein. So, again, that's coming up a yes. little bit later. But you will have a chance to get uh-huh. your hands on some glorious rusty ferret. Yes, and a huge, 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 huge thank you to Leona for her generosity. Yes. We are going to say it, but it goes without saying. We absolutely love you. Yes. We are more than happy and to squee about your wonderful yarn. We didn't podcast. know that she was going to do it. No, we so didn't. So don't <laughs> think that that's why we hype it, because we just love her yes. yarn. And it was mm-hmm. an absolutely wonderful surprise. And thank you so much. Yes. And enjoy New Zealand. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what did you get yourself? Okay. So here? I also ended up with a skein of Nurple, which is on the doll base, the 4 mm-hmm. by doll base. And not going to lie, it had been speaking to me the entire day. Yeah. Because the claws just, re- it just reminds me of She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. To the point that when Leona got it out of her back, I was like, what colourway is that? It looks like She-Hulk. <laughs> so I don't know what it's going to be, but it's beautiful and I love it. Yes. And I also got two skeins from Wool and Flower of her naturally dyed yarn mm-hmm. and it's in the alpaca really? silk cashmere base yes. and oh it's so soft and smooth and beautiful and I've been searching for the perfect rose gold colourway all year I know I, I'm knitting the rose gold shawl I have a thing about rose gold okay so it is literally the perfect rose gold yarn and I cannot wait to knit with it I don't know what it's going to be but I'm going to cake it up and hopefully knit something at start of 2018 with it. Excite. It is so soft. I just I just want to like hug it and pet it and everything. Put it on a throne and worship it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is beautiful. Yes. And I may also at some point go back to Woolenflower for some of her mohair. Ooh. Because yeah. her plant dyed mohair is so soft. Mm-hmm. I'm not normally a fan of mohair, but oh, so beautiful. And we also acquired some tree ornaments from the lovely Lorna. Yes, from Stitch Birdie, also known as Chucky Birdie. Birdie. Yeah, I think she's Stitch Birdie on Instagram. Yes, and and Twitter. Yes. I got the most prettiest little badger mm-hmm. and, a, and a sheep, and they're so yeah. cute, and I love them. Yeah. And I got a sheep who is currently sitting on top of our tree. Aww. Who needs an angel when you can have a sheep? Yeah. <laughs> And I got a penguin as well because I love penguins. And this is what I learnt the other day, right? So I was Googling penguins because Phil found a video of penguins at Korean Zoo wearing Santa suits. What? Yeah. Obviously, there are some issues towards, like, how the animals are kept and things like that. Mm -hmm. But they're so cute. And I hope that those penguins are treated well, etc. And then it got me thinking about the penguins at Edinburgh Zoo. They have always been my favourite animal since I was a wee, wee, wee girl. And mum and dad would bring me up and we'd see the family and then we'd go along the road to the zoo. Mm-hmm. And we'd go see the Penguin Parade. Aww. Like, I love the Penguin Parade. And as some of you probably know, there is a penguin there who got knighted. Yes. And I found out that last year he got made brigadier. Excellent. But like, apparently he started way back in the 80s as like a private or a corporal or whatever and he's risen up through the ranks. And I think that's amazing. Yes. Like, I love that he got knighted, but I think the fact he's a brigadier... <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah, I just love penguins. Yeah. To the point that I may have to get the Animals Penguin book. Oh. Yeah. But anyway, that's just a random aside for you guys that I really love penguins. <laughs> and I now have a penguin ornament on the tree. And Phil saw it and he was just like, penguins. Um, it's kind of a point of contention in our house because obviously he's Canadian. He's from Montreal. So hockey wise, 
he supports the Montreal Canadiens. Mm-hmm. And another aside, I found out that one of their goalies in the 20s used to be a knitter. How cool huh. is that? But he supports them. And because I like penguins, I support Pittsburgh Penguins. Right. Except I don't really support them because I have no flipping clue who any of them are, but I just really like the penguins on the logo. Yeah. I think that's a totally reasonable yeah. reason to yeah. support a team. Basically, penguins are cool. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> 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 but that was our warm and work. That was our warm and working. Yes, we had an absolutely fantastic day, and as ever, huge thank you to Zoe for organising it and for everyone yes. who donated to the vendors. Yes. Obviously, I no longer work there in an official capacity, but I do pop into the office quite a lot still, mm-hmm. and lots of your donations have already been put to use. So huge thank you for that. And if you want other ways to support Big Issue Vendors, obviously you can support your local vendor just by buying a copy of the magazine from them. Yep. So the next thing we want to talk about is this thing of paper. By Karina Westerman. Yep. It's here. It's here. I have it. I have it too. It belongs to me. (laughs) This copy belongs to me. Oh yeah, that copy belongs to you. Pip's currently hogging it. Yeah. And rubbing it against her face. It's beautiful. (laughs) That's left a mark on your cheek. (laughs) It's beautiful and Uh, I love it and the patterns are delicious and you just need to go on and look at it and... Oh. Yeah. So I think there are still a couple of copies left on Brit Yarn or at least there were last I checked though they were selling out. They are selling out like across the board. Yeah. I know that Carrie's already had people going is there going to be a second print run? We need a second (laughs) print run. There will be a second print run she announced. Yes. And... Oh. Now, if you haven't got hold of a copy or you want to know what on earth we're talking about, or perhaps you're waiting for yours and you want to know what to look forward to, have no fear. We are now going to squee at you at length about this fantastic, fantastic book. Yes. It is all available on Ravelry, so you can all have a look. Yes, the patterns are on Rav. There is just... Oh, right. What have we got? So let's start from scratch. Well, first of all, the paper. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful paper. It's been used. It is glossy and... Smells amazing. It smells amazing if you're into that sort of thing, which mm-hmm. we are. And the fonts used and the colour of the ink and things. Oh, the font is gorgeous. Yeah. And then the little, just the little little designs, designs and just the way that it's mm-hmm. written yes. and the way that it's laid out. And it's just so beautiful, mm-hmm. guys. It's just so yeah. beautiful. So you have some, you have patterns which are interspersed with some fantastic personal essays from Carrie. Yep. So you've got vellum, which is a colorwork yoke cardigan yeah uh you have scriptorum which are beautiful colorwork mittens mm-hmm. with, with quills quill on them yeah you have next up we have salter. salter so pip referred to this pattern earlier it is a beautiful shawl yeah it's got like a slip stitch section and then mm-hmm. a cable section yeah, it looks like mosaics almost doesn't oh, it i cannot wait to knit yes. it yes then you have the incunabula cardigan yes which has some beautiful uh Cables. cable designs on it yep. you have the, the... Ooh, as you can tell we're flicking through yeah, it right now Majuscule cool. and minuscule. So these are a hat and a pair of colorwork mittens, yeah. and they are on my list. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, they're so beautiful. Yes, I think Lauren, who is walk you home on social media and Ravelry and things, she's actually started the hat. Yes, and it looks stunning. Oh, 
Yep. Is. So after that, you have the letterpress cowl, which is big, uh, iron weight, I think. Yep, and it's nice and textured. Yep, and it just looks super cozy. I think that's on my queue next. Mm -hmm. There's rubrication, which is a beautiful lacy shawl. Yep. So this is the cover, the cover star. And yes. It's got some mock cables on it as well, I think. Yes, and it's just so beautiful. Oh, it's the perfect red. Yes, the perfect red from Travel Knitter. Yeah. There's Marginalia, yep. which is a lovely. lovely sweater with some nice kind of subtle colour designs yeah. on them. Looks um, nice and cosy. It's the sort of thing that you'd want to sort of like just curl up in with yes. a nice good book in an armchair. There's Woodcut, which is a hap, yep. which is just beautiful. Lovely. Oh, I love haps so much. Mm. Then you've got the Biblioteca. Yes. A big lacy, lacy hug. Yep, nice shawl. Mm-hmm. And, and I think I'm, yeah, I mentioned yes. a hat earlier for those of us that backed yep. the project on Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be knitting one of those. Yes. It's very nice. It's What's got that some... called? Pearlslow? Yes. Pearlslow. Yes. And it's got some beautiful texture. Uh -huh. And a very nice pom-pom. Yes. Yeah. So, so all of these patterns are absolutely beautiful and mm -hmm. the amount of thought that has gone into every tiny little detail of the book right down to as we said the fonts to the color of headings the way the pages are laid out it's amazing and the photography as well yeah obviously last episode we were talking about how images of knitwear are produced and things and these i think it's fair to say that every single image in this book just highlights the object mm-hmm every single pattern is amazing and it was worth the wait yeah absolutely worth the wait and i think the locations that the photos were shot on as well are worth mentioning too mm -hmm. so obviously there's a couple of shots of carry in libraries there's some over at good old glasgow uni cloisters yep. you should go check it out on ravelry you can actually do, you can actually buy a digital version as well mm -hmm. so if you cannot get your hands on a paper copy then fear not you can mm -hmm. in fact get yourself a digital copy and yes. it's basically beautiful and you uh -huh. should go look at it and love it uh -huh. and i think if you check out carrie's group on ravelry as well there is actually going to be a this thing of paper cow yes it starts in january yes i think the details have been posted recently mm-hmm I don't know them off the top of my head, so we will go check them later. But I think Pip and I will definitely be taking part in that, and we yep. urge you guys to as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I can't wait to see the finished objects and I things. I know, I'm so excited. Oh, so huge, huge, huge congratulations to Carrie. Yes, it is a wonderful, beautiful book. I'm mm -hmm. so happy to have it on my bookcase. Mm -hmm. I cannot wait to knit from it, and I think this is an absolute. It's going to be a classic. Yes, definitely. So the last thing I think is yep. just a very quick recap mm -hmm. because I'm aware the episode is starting to get a little bit long. So mm -hmm. it's just going to be a very quick recap yes. of episode 10. We were talking about our plans and aims for 2017. Yeah. So mine were double knitting, uh -huh. stash busting, uh -huh. learning some new techniques such as brioche or intarsia yeah. and to get some designs out. Uh -huh. So I'll double knitting i am pretty confident i can decrease and oh, i know yeah. how to just knit it i of course i'm going to be taking a class mm -hmm. to improve my double knitting next year Nettlebury well, there we go, then. you definitely acted on that one i have done quite a bit of stash busting mm -hmm. so i'm quite happy with that i have learned brioche I have you have i've i've not done loads but i now know the basics yeah you dipped your toe in Intarsia has not happened. That will get run over into next year. 
I haven't had any designs go up, I don't think. However, mm-hmm. I have a few that are ready to go up or, or thinking about going up. So maybe next year mm-hmm. you'll see some more designs yeah. from me. Watch this space. What about yourself, Sia? Okay, so mine, I see we've got Stash Exploration written in capital letters <laughs> and moving through Big Stash. And guess what? I have done that. Yeah. I have really flipping done that. You have. I am quite proud of myself. Mm-hmm. I have managed to somehow get through lots of four ply and dk and even aaron mm-hmm. which moves on to my next point which was acquire dk and aaron for smaller projects and i've sort of done that more towards this half of the end of the year than i did perhaps at the start and mm-hmm. with edinburgh yarn fest and things mm-hmm. which i can't wait for in 2018 by the way <laughs> i think i think i've succeeded on that one and then what else was it branch out from pink and sparkly i have actually done that yeah i'm quite proud of that i've knitted a lot of green projects for various family members i've knitted a blue scarf for my dad mm-hmm. what else have i knitted well i made a pom-pom wreath and that was just a rainbow yes so yeah i've done i've done that and then knit something in brioche well i have knitted several things in brioche you have been a brioche machine this <laughs> I'm year i'm becoming a brioche queen yes <laughs> so i think maybe next year i want to expand on the brioche mm-hmm. maybe actually do some brioche lace because at the moment Ooh. i've mostly been focusing on doing like great big swathes of it i've not done anything really funky with it yet mm-hmm Ironically, if I actually finished that rose gold shawl by Andrea Mowry, I would get into sort of like some brioche lace. So maybe do that. Yeah. So yeah, I think we've been quite successful this year. I'm proud of us. So I think next episode, which will be 2018, we are going to look into maybe outlining some more aims. Yeah. And things like that. Set our New Year's nitolutions. Yes. But I think that is pretty much it for... 2017 and for this episode yeah wow it's the end of the year i know thank you guys so so much for sticking with us and listening to us we are absolutely thrilled definitely you Um, guys are lovely and wonderful and we won't be doing this if you guys weren't there listening actually you probably would be (laughs) this is too much good fun but we are so so appreciative of having you guys out there listening to us every month and well apparently enjoying our mad rambles yeah if you're not if you're not on the ravelry group it would be super awesome for you guys to pop in and just say hi yeah Um, so and yeah if you've got any cals that you'd like us to maybe look into doing if there are any booze suggestions you have for us Mm -hmm. um obviously we've still got that limoncello recipe for a miri yummy to crack on with even if there's something that you want us to signal boost yeah something that you think we should know about that other people should know about let Mm -hmm. us know absolutely so yeah. yeah, I guess all that leaves us to do is wish you all a very happy festive period, wherever you are, whatever you are doing. Mm-hmm. Hope it is full of relaxation and knits. Yes. Lots of lovely nitty projects. And we will see you all in the new year. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to us today. There are a couple of places you can find us online. You can find us at Twitter as at Tipsy Knits. You can find us at the blog, along with the show notes, at tipsyknitspodcast.wordpress.com. We're also on Ravelry as the Tipsy Knits Podcast Group. And a shout out for the music comes from a wonderful place called Duke Deck, where they do free music for podcasters. So if you're in that kind of line, you want to have a look for it. Duke Deck is the best place to find it. Thanks very much for listening.